When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome to the Influence Community. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Danielle. And we're here to spill the tea about all things influencing. We're keeping it real and sharing all aspects of the industry while teaching real skills you need to be successful in this space. We're going to be talking about pitching, media kits, rates, how to land your dream collaborations, negotiate your rates, get paid what you deserve, and more. The influencing industry is a growing industry and it is here to stay. And we hope you'll follow along with us on this journey and become a part of the influence community. Hey guys, back in the studio. Here back we are. Again. Today's topic is Instagram engagement. If you're new here, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Danielle. And we love to talk about Instagram and the industry in general. And I feel like we get asked about engagement a lot. And I feel like there's so many myths. There's so many like tips and tricks people do. So we just wanted to like cover a couple in this week's episode and just talk about it and let us know what you guys think. And if you ever try anything like this, I don't know. I feel like we kind of have different strategies, but like kind of the same. Yeah. And there's a lot of myths out there and maybe like some of the things we talk about today could be considered myths, but this is what we do. Um, what we found have really worked and what our little engagement routine looks like. Okay, so I feel like we'll just kind of... Oh, before we dive in, Danielle, what influenced you this week? (laughs) I'm like so excited to get into this episode, but like we gotta do this first. What influenced you? Okay, Um, I think what influenced me is having more of like a candid slash messy feed. I feel like I'm really loving when people have more candid feeds and like post in the moment. And like, maybe that's just because I am not batching content. I literally like (laughs) live life on the edge. I have like one thing to post tomorrow and then I'm totally out. I don't know how you do that. That like stresses me out so much. So, I mean, I'm not stressed because I have the time now that I'm a full-time hashtag full-time influencer. but um yeah been loving the real-time posts kind of like candid not planned feeds what about you girl love that okay um I think for me I feel like I've been influenced by a lot of small businesses lately like I just feel like during quarantine so many people started their own businesses like there's those like phone chain things that are going around right now and like so many small businesses like coming up around that like our girlfriend Riley has candles and clay and like just the cutest candles ever and I think just like small boutiques 
and businesses in like the local San Diego area. So like Swirl Boutique, Vandevort, Trendy and Tipsy. Like I love shopping and supporting from them instead of buying from like big box retailers, like your typical like Nordstrom. You know what I mean? It makes you feel better. Yeah. It's like shopping small, supporting someone's dream and like getting, I feel like more unique pieces. And I know there's those girls who are so like into like linking on reward style and shopping from those kind of brands. But I feel like I have just gotten like so far away from that now like I literally just love small businesses and they I love how they do like little drops weekly I get so excited for them so I feel like that's really influenced me and kind of my style lately and I just feel like I'm honestly like skipping over spring and like ready for summer I don't know oh same I feel like all my captions are like smells like summer (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's kind of what it has influenced me this week and it's been a lot of fun you, you all know I love shopping. Yeah, so, okay. Okay, that's good. Yay. Okay. So, diving into engagement, I feel like Danielle and I mentioned this a lot, but it's such an up and down with Instagram. And, like, I feel like I'm like spend more time in the low <laughs> than I do in the highs. But I guess that makes the highs more worth it. Oh, 100%. And, like, special. But, If you are struggling, you are 100% not alone. Like, feel free to DM us whenever because I am always experiencing something with Instagram and, like, my reach is not that great right now, like, impressions, whatever, but, like, I'm just focusing on putting out content that I love and at the end of the day, if that's, like, your focus, then I feel like you're still going to be happy, you know? Yeah, I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Um, we call it the Instagram roller coaster. Yeah. There are always highs again after the lows. Unfortunately, I'm just waiting for my high yeah, over um, here. Unfortunately, <laughs> it can take like a month, but I feel uh, like when people get really discouraged and like, you know, vent about it, which is totally fine, but like when they're so discouraged and they think like they're IG career is over we kind of like laugh and let them know like it's always gonna bounce back it will always bounce back even though it's like so discouraging just yeah like I think last week or maybe it's even been two weeks I don't think I've like grown and following which is so weird and like because normally it's like pretty steady but it's like been stagnant and I'm just like is Instagram cleaning out bots what's going on but Regardless, we just try to focus on the positives after having a little vent sesh and we move on with our lives because that's just the game. That is the Instagram game, ladies. Always (laughs) keeping you wanting more. So, Danielle, what is your typical strategy with engagement when you're posting? Like, kind of what are your tips or tricks or like what do you do when you post to kind of get the best engagement? Yeah, so this is my little morning routine when I post in the morning (laughs) so they I try to engage a tiny bit before I post you know getting the juices flowing um letting people know I'm active and then I'll post I will immediately post my hashtags which help with engagement sometimes um Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. (laughs) Um, But I will immediately post the hashtags in my comments and then I'll go straight into engaging with a ton of people. And honestly, I have like those key people that I know post at the same time as me. So like I will search the same few people in the morning and like go comment on their post. For example, 
me and Alyssa like usually always post at the same time. Sometimes I'll like go to her profile. And then if she posted like before me and I was a little late um, that day or something, I'll go through and like comment on the people who have already commented on her post because I know like that's such a good little tip yeah like ladies listen to that yeah like it's really good it's a good tip if you like have someone that's like pretty similar to you or like one of your friends whatever go to their post if they posted before you and go and comment on the people who have already commented on their post because they're likely to comment back on yours because you know if they're enjoying slash like liking commenting on someone else's profile at that time in the morning and you have similar content like they're probably going to go and support your post and you know they're active since they just commented on the post so that's a good way to kind of target some engagement yeah and like engagement pretty quickly um that could sound like a little weird but like it makes sense because your first like 20 minutes of your post I would say is the most important in terms of engagement that's how you know Instagram really determines if it's a quote-unquote top or relevant post right um and then it'll keep pushing you further up on people's feeds or to the explore page but that's kind of like immediately what I do after Um, And then, of course, like, respond back to every single person that comments on my photo. So I think that's everything I do. Do you do anything differently from that? I think I'm pretty similar, except I don't really go and comment on other people's posts before I post because I get Mm -hmm. nervous that if I do that and then they're going to go to my profile to see if I have a new post and mine isn't up yet, that they might not go back and check if they're not, you know, sure when I post. So for me, like I usually post in the mornings, like Instagram says my best post time is 9am and I feel like that's similar for a lot of people and we've talked about that. And so I usually will post between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. And I, once I post immediately, I will go through and use my other Instagram accounts that I have linked. And I will literally go like my own photo, save my photo, and send it to another account that I have just to kind of like boost some Uh initial engagement. So like from my Summer Buns account or like the Bloggers by the Beach account, like just things like that. So once I post, I will go do that immediately just so it registers as like a couple saves, a couple sends, you know, immediately off the bat. And then once I do that, then I start responding to everyone's comment immediately. So as soon as those come in, I just kind of sit in my notifications for a little bit and we'll just respond from there because it's the quickest thing. And then once that kind of starts to slow, then I will share it to my story and like make it cute or whatever. And then I will start going through just my home feed and start engaging on other people's profiles or people like you said, you know that they posted early in the morning Mm -hmm. too. I'll go through and like look up those as well. And that I feel like is kind of my morning strategy. And then For some reason, I don't know, I feel like people's accounts are so different, but if you're similar to me, my account like will do really well within the first maybe hour Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of dies and I don't know why because I feel like it is getting engagement, you know, save, sends, likes, whatever, and then it just kind of dies and for me, my posts like will continue to grow slowly over the next three days. Like I don't, there are some girls who get like, instant engagement like 500 likes in 10 minutes and like things like that and like my account has just never been like that mine like slowly (laughs) grows over the days and then 
I'll, after like the third day or so is kind of when I see it stop and that's kind of where it lands on engagement. So I guess that's my kind of strategy for everything when I initially post and then throughout the day I will, you know, go back through and like comment back on people's comments that have come through and whatnot. So that's kind of it for me. Yeah. So pretty similar. Yeah. Pretty similar. I feel like most people kind of do the same thing. Yeah. um, For sure. In that sense. But also I know there's like some people talking about how they like to share their posts to their story in the morning. Some people don't. We like it because, and that's like just for anyone who doesn't know, like when you share your posts to your stories, um, it kind of just shows people that you posted just in case you don't pop up for those followers on their feeds. It kind of just shows them. And also I feel like I always feel bad if I like scroll past, past. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, gotta well, and support. And I feel like some people like watch stories and that's their yeah, thing. So totally. it's like if Instead they prefer to like watch stories, then you can get their attention that way if they're not scrolling on their home feed. Yeah, totally. So, Oh yeah. And I forgot hashtags. So I've like experimenting with hashtags. I will try to like put them in the caption sometimes. Sometimes I'll switch it up and put it in the comments. It just, I guess, depends on what I'm feeling that day. I haven't really seen a difference with it. Um, but I have been trying to use hashtags smaller than 200 K lately. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it's kind of been helping a little bit, but I was talking with someone else and we were talking about hashtags and, explore and it seems like your post is better if you hit explore and it never seems like a post hits explore and hashtags at the same time like massively you know what I mean so it's either like so much from hashtags or it's so much from explore so I try not to overdo it on hashtags because at the end of the day I think I'd rather end up on explore if that makes sense sense. because that's where you'll see like the most growth in like followers or engagement I don't know. Just yeah. some just some thoughts for you. And then if you also have some extra time, like if I have extra time and I want to do like some hardcore engagement, I will also go through the hashtags that I put on my post and go click on recent for the hashtags instead of top. Oh yeah. And so going through those, but like there's some like spammy posts on the recent post so you kind of have to like find the people that like resonate with you and kind of have similar accounts I definitely see a return in that not a huge return but like definitely I do that for my clients accounts and that's where I see a bigger return because I'm not really sure why actually but I think it's like you know, those are niche clients and niche, um, Mm -hmm. accounts. So like they want to find other people similar to them. And like, this also goes for like, you know, what we're doing influencers and like fashion blogging, you know, the whole thing. But I feel like it is a little bit harder for like bigger accounts, like fashion bloggers or something to return that engagement. But it's still, I would say that's like, definitely if you have some time, like that's always a good way to go just to reach other accounts. And yeah. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And I think in terms of engagement too, it's always good to just check your Instagram analytics just to see like, you know, what kind of content is doing well. Like go to your insights and see what your top posts were for the past like seven days and what your top posts were for the past 30 days and kind of see 
like what your audience is responding to, what's getting the most engagement, and maybe try to continue creating content like that. And you can also see when the best posting time is, like when most of your followers are gonna be active too. Like we said, it was kind of that 9 a.m. mark that we all shoot for. But you know, if you're on the East Coast, it might be a little different. I feel like a lot of East Coast girls will post at noon, which is 9 a.m. our time, obviously. So that still makes sense. So I think just looking at your insights overall can really help with engagement and just kind of analyzing and seeing what's working best and maybe what's not working and kind of create a little strategy using that. Yeah. And I feel like going off of that, that's why we've said in the past, but like Instagram quote unquote trends are always pretty important to follow, not like following the trends, but like putting your own twist on what you're seeing on the explore page. So for example, like cottagecore is always a popular trend in the spring and summertime. And I think like those kinds of photos get a lot of saves and shares because girls or and guys want to recreate that style because one, it's a trending style. It's a cute style. It's a style you're seeing on the explore page. So like you kind of want to try it out, see how it performs with your audience, put your own twist on it, your own style, you know? So I feel like doing the trends, but putting your own twist on it is a really good way to kind of like increase your engagement Mm -hmm. there's some photos like me and Alyssa have noticed that sunset photos just do well like like my best performing photos yeah sunset photos if you get that good sunset like that's a 10k photo right there (laughs) it's always I don't know I feel like a good sunset photo always does pretty well but especially in like the spring summertime I feel like there's different trends for every season kind of that you can like find on the explore page and put your own twist on it but and I think it's important too to not be afraid to try new things like if something isn't working for you or you feel stuck or you're in a rut like maybe just switching it up and like you just said going to the explore page and seeing what's trending seeing what people are doing and kind of get inspiration from there like maybe switch up your posting times and maybe try like an evening post sometimes I'll post in the evening and it'll do well so That's definitely hit or miss, but I always try. And just trying new content in general, I think is a good strategy just because it's like switching switching it up on the algorithm and kind of shocking the algorithm in a way so that it's like, oh, that was unexpected. Like maybe we'll push this out and see how, you know, your audience reacts to it as opposed to if you're posting the same kind of content and the algorithm is like, oh, well, we already know how this is going to do. So this is who we're pushing it to in a sense. So I think just switching things up every once in a while is really good and refreshing and even down to like the hashtags. So I think a good tip would just to be try new things, shake it up a little bit and like don't be afraid and like sometimes it might not work and that's okay like you tried it and now you know and you tested it and again if you're posting content that you love then you're still going to be happy with it at the end of the day when you're looking at your feed yeah and also with trying new things I feel like it can that can even go for like posting filler pics or posting with the 0.5 lens instead of your normal lens you know like little things like that like nighttime photos I feel like I tried nighttime photos recently and it did pretty good I feel like people just like to see new content from yeah they like to see different things yeah when when it's something different and it's not the same thing that everyone else is posting I feel like people respond well to it what is that quote beauty is in the eye of the beholder and I think people really appreciate when you post things that are like different unique like true to your style and you know not necessarily what is trending all the time just like you know trying 
new things. I definitely agree with that. And I think another thing to help with your engagement is to share your content across different platforms. So what I mean by that is like if you post a TikTok, like post that same video on your Instagram reels because then you can you have the opportunity to be reaching more people or on your posts when you post share it to Pinterest I feel like Pinterest is such an underrated platform and we've been talking about it a little bit more on Clubhouse but literally sharing your post onto Pinterest and just to different boards you can get a lot of reach that way and even potentially some new followers too and Pinterest has launched their story pins and they've been pushing that too so I've been posting a lot on that and I feel like it's been helping with impressions on Pinterest So it's just another way to kind of repurpose your content and get like, you know, the best bang for your buck is like you spent all this time creating content, you know, might as well post it and share it in other places. Right. Right. I mean, and as we all know, TikTok reels, both popping off video content is like the content of the year. So, you know, that content takes a lot out of me. If I could get myself to do it more, I absolutely would. But like definitely like at least put aside some time to create some videos, some IG reels, some TikToks that can really, really help your account. And like, obviously you can reach new audiences, which is the best part about it. Um, Your girl is trying to figure out Pinterest, but uh, I just got started. So I will update you guys if I see any sort of return. Yeah, I think Pinterest is good too, obviously for inspo. There's so many ideas there as well. But again, just sharing your content across different platforms. You never know what could happen. Like it might not go viral on one platform, but maybe it'll like do really well on another platform. Like I feel like styling um videos and reels do really good on um instagram but they like tiktok is like if i posted a funny video on instagram reels like i don't think it would do that well and maybe that's just for me personally but i feel like fashion is so much better on instagram if that makes sense yeah i feel like people are kind of on instagram to consume that content yeah you're kind of on TikTok to be more entertained. Like, I like want to mindless laugh. scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, learning something. There's laughing. so many good TikToks. Yeah. People are so funny. I feel like that's I what know. I learned during quarantine. I like, people are hilarious <laughs> and I love it. But, like, you know, it might do well on Instagram, but then you have to think about, like, what audience are you trying to attract on Instagram? So it's like, if you want your following to be mostly female in a certain age group, and then you post a really funny, random, t- uh, like, TikTok onto your Instagram reels, it might target the wrong audience. Yeah. And then you might get, like, a bunch of new followers, but they might not be in the demographic you want. So just keep that in mind when you are creating, like, making sure you're posting content that you want to attract the right kind of followers, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've definitely heard bad stories of people like having some viral reels, like even if it was like a bikini haul, like Mm -hmm. to us, that's nothing. But if it reaches the wrong audience, like you could get thousands and thousands of male followers and that could like potentially like ruin your, you know, ratio, (laughs) ratio. but like that honestly is not in our control, but right. So just like being mindful about the content too, that you are putting out But I think, again, like engagement is just like so hit or miss and we can always guess and try to know what the algorithm is going to do. But 
at the end of the day, like it's out of our control, really. Like, I mean, we say this every podcast, like content is king and creating really, really good content, creating new content, creating exciting content or inspiring content is what really is going to help you. And I feel like I need to take my own advice and do that because like I'm getting to that point where I feel like I'm just kind of bored of my content and I will like look at it and have to post it a week later and like not love it anymore. Yeah, that's why, you know, know, I'm not like hating the fact that I am out of content, like quote unquote out of content because then it's like, I feel like you always love the photos you take more in the moment or like Mm -hmm. a few days ago. Whereas like if I, I got, I get bored if I, you know, like pose next to a wall, I freaking (laughs) hate that. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. And I just feel like with like spring, summer, like just obviously getting color into the feed is important and like some girls do a really good job of keeping it neutral and like props to them and like I wish that I could be that but there's just like something in me that's like itching for color but like not too much color so it's just like this like internal struggle of like figuring out what I want but I think with summer coming up I feel like I truly thrive in summer and I'm just so excited for like you know picnics and just like beach beach sunsets and like that kind of content because I feel like that's where I'm like happiest is like literally running through the ocean and so I feel like my audience can feel that when you take that kind of photo And then obviously it does better because people can relate to it or they really love it. And that's the kind of content they want to see at the time. So I'm just really excited for that, honestly. Um, But yeah. Also, another type of content that I feel like has pretty good engagement is when you are teaching your audience something or you're inspiring your audience to do or be some Mm -hmm. something. Um, I feel like what I emphasize a lot with my clients is having four content pillars. So educational content, inspiring content, informative content, and okay, we're going to go with the three. I think that's good. Um, but that type of content is doing something for people, giving them value of some, some sort. And that's like what people save too. Yeah. Which and is it's really like good. the whole idea of creating saveable and shareable content. I think at the end of the day, that's always like, the idea because Mm -hmm. that is what really performs well and that really is what keeps your audiences around your audience around is giving them that value and giving them that reason of why they follow you yeah no that's definitely a good point and I think too another way for engagement is we like talk about story engagement so my story views are just extremely low and they always have been and I have no idea why I don't know how to like get more views but a lot of times we talked about using the stickers that Instagram um, provides so like my best success is doing polls so I think like when you're about to get your nails done and you need like to figure out what you want to do like doing a poll and like asking your audience like this or that or like if you're doing like a shopping day like adding to cart like ask your audience like should I buy this or like pass it like you know like love or pass or like right cop or drop you know what I mean like like, like doing things like that and like you do your question boxes on Mondays which I think is really good and there's just like 
that little slide bar, which is really easy for people to engage on as well. So that's another tip um, for increasing story views if you want to try that. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You You never know. But I feel like don't let that discourage you. I think it's like really important more than anything to stay consistent. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes on Mondays, I'll get more questions than others. But like I really try to stay consistent with it. And I feel like also using your stories to build engagement like across stories and posts is really smart so like what I mean by that is to get your audience more invested in your life and you know you can share more personal things yeah share stories share updates on like your life because that'll really like get people interested and excited excited and also like always wanting to hear more from your stories or just like engage more on your posts and actually like care a lot more. Yeah. I feel like there are definitely girls who I like look forward to their stories. Cause I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. Like what are they up to? Like Emma Leger. Like I yeah. feel like when she ever posts stories, I'm like, Oh my God, what's she doing? Exactly. You know? And I like ask myself like, how do I create that for yeah. my audience? Totally. You know, but like you were saying earlier too, with the feed, like stories are more real they're in the moment they're raw and like I think people really like that or they like to see what you're doing or what activities you're doing so that's like another way to get your audience engaged with your content and your life in general too yeah exactly and then I know you like mentioned this before but like you've talked about dms like you (laughs) you'll answer dms oh yeah yeah yeah. so this is like one of those is it a myth? Is it real? We don't know. We don't know. But um, I saw someone say um, that if you answer all your DMs right before you post, it like supposedly increases your engagement on your posts a little bit because Instagram registers that as a lot of actions that you're taking with your followers or something like that. So something to try out if you're looking for new things to try and test out if these little things like increase your engagement or not but the one time I did it because I am so bad at dms um I feel like I noticed maybe a little bump but that could have just been post or something I don't know yeah but I've definitely seen people talk about that just definitely something to try if you're into trying new things and seeing what works or not and then I feel like we get this question a lot and I feel like I just want us to address it on this episode is engagement groups are they good or are they bad and I feel like we've all kind of been there like I definitely when I first started Instagram joined all those pods on like telegram or whatsapp with where they would have like 50 to 100 people and like they had these rules where you had to like catch up 24 hours before like posting your stuff and I feel like it kind of just got like really spammy and like not everyone would catch up so then it kind of got unfair and then it was just kind of like okay like is this even worth it but I think also Instagram got really smart about it too like people would like share their links and I think that was really bad I don't know did you ever do any of that Um, yeah, I feel like those, okay, I feel like engagement groups aren't bad if it's with people who are literally, like, in your niche. Yeah, like, your friends. Your friends. But I feel like you can do that on, like, a text group chat or, like, DMs, maybe. I'm not really sure. I know, like, 
I was in those DM pods or whatever when I first started. And then there was like rumors going around that if you said new post and messages, like Instagram somehow knew. I feel like this was honestly a rumor because like how could Instagram flag you saying new post in your messages? But I don't know. There was a rumor going around that Instagram is flagging those kinds of groups. So that's when I did stop all kinds of engagement groups. But I feel like as you go along, as you like build a community, as you engage with other accounts, like you naturally will get people commenting on your posts without you having to like do any sort of extra work. Right. So I would really focus on like building a community, trying to, you know, like schedule an hour after you post, like 30 minutes to an hour at least. Um, to engage on other people's posts, to throw out as many comments, genuine comments as you can. Like you can't expect people to comment on your stuff if you're not engaging. Exactly. That's like the number one thing I would recommend. Like I feel like now I'm just like so freaking thankful for everyone who comments on mine and I really try to go through. Same. I've been like slacking lately. Yeah. But that comes naturally for sure. And it takes a little bit of time, but like that's one of those things where that creates a more sustainable way of engagement and a more sustainable, like long-term, um, like growth on Instagram. Right. Not just like short-term immediate growth, but like long-term relationship building. Yeah. I definitely think as long as you keep the groups like smaller, like around 10 to 15 ish, it's not bad. And just like, you know, a lot of people will post like emojis when they have a new post, you know, mm-hmm. not say new post. And it's like, if you are sharing the link, you have to make sure you get rid of the part after the like slash that is like I G S H I D. You have to get rid of oh, all yeah, that yeah, part yeah. of the link. So when you are sharing it, make making sure you're sharing the right part of the link. But yeah, I mean, I think they're okay. Like we said, if they're your friends and I just think the biggest no, no ever is the loop giveaways. I am definitely guilty. I have definitely tried those once, you know, each just to see because you get so intrigued. You're like, is it worth it? Like, do people grow? And I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, like a lot of times those followers are literally following just for the prize and then they go through and unfollow every single person and you'll get like, yeah, a couple hundred followers, but like, are those your target followers? Is that the demographic you want? Like, are those the people you want to be following you and engaging with you? Like most of the time, no. So I feel like we see a lot more success with the girls who do giveaways with their friends or people in the same niche and they do like really cute things. Like, you know, I've been seeing like the Gucci slides been going around for giveaways or like, you know, a Revolve gift card or whatever. Like, Those are definitely better. If you want to do giveaways, I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as you're doing a giveaway with people in your niche. I think giveaways get really spammy if you're doing a giveaway. Like for me, I feel like the giveaways that are complete, like do not do it, are the ones where it's like celebrities or like people from different countries who have like millions of followers because like those are the ones where... A, I think the companies are honestly very sketchy if they're guaranteeing any sort of follower gain. Like if they're like, oh, like $500 and you get, you know, 2K followers. Like I'm pretty sure those companies are buying you those followers because I'm pretty sure you can buy them for cheap on like weird websites. I don't know, but I feel like those are the ones where it gets really spammy. If you want to do a giveaway with people in your niche that you know they're your friends, you know, like you know their audience is like real, yeah. then 
do it. Probably don't go overboard with it because like don't do too it, many because then yeah. I feel like your audience will like right. be annoyed because it's like why it's is this girl just posting and like giveaways? Yeah, so. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's just like two, our two cents about it. And like yeah. you can obviously do whatever you want. I just feel like those are, yeah, those are just our tips. But do you have anything else you want to add about engagement in general? Um, I don't think so. I feel like we spoke about everything pretty quickly. So I'm sure we'll have like extra notes. But Hopefully we didn't go too fast or cover anything too quickly. And hopefully that really helped you guys kind of with our take on engagement. It's definitely like we said, such an up and down game. And like sometimes you will spend more time in the down than the up. And just know like it's so normal and you're not alone. And like sometimes I will literally wake up and look at my insights and I will just be so frustrated and I'll be like why did I even do that like that's annoying because like I don't even care like I love the content that I'm posting and yeah the insights are frustrating because it is a huge part of like our business because we do do this full-time but at the end of the day like you just have to focus on what is working and like like you are gonna have bad days and like we have bad days and like it happens and like I feel like you know obviously Instagram's a highlight reel so it's like having a bad day like people don't really post on it so it's like when I do have a bad day I try to share a little bit more of that on stories just so people know that it's normal because I feel like you know you just see all the happy cool things you never see like the bad days yeah <laughs> for me like the biggest takeaway is to focus as much as you can on like organic engagement yeah. and giving yeah don't buy followers that is our one thing is yeah, like yeah, yeah, never yeah. ever ever buy ever. followers don't do it it's so obvious when you do it like yeah it's, so yeah. definitely if you can I would say another huge takeaway is to like carve out 30 minutes to an hour of just commenting genuinely engaging with other accounts because Mm -hmm. that'll always always come back to you whether it's from that account or someone else noticing that you are an active commenter on like that person's profile or maybe they see you commenting on a bunch of people's profile I sure notice so like Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and follow those girls and then also comment on their photos so just being as organic and genuine as you possibly can I feel like my biggest emphasis on this episode just having a positive relationship with instagram is so important especially if you're doing it full-time like if you have a negative look on it it's just going to be so like taxing on your mental health you're not going to love it you're not going to have fun and so i just think at the end of the day like engagement yes it's a number and yes it's important but it's not everything you will survive you will see another day on instagram and you just have to kind of move on you know (laughs) you gotta not take it seriously laugh about it vent to your friends if you need and keep going on to the next you know but yeah thank you guys for listening and hopefully this engagement rant i feel like it turned into wasn't too much but yeah we hope you guys loved it thank you so much for listening to our episode this week we hope you found value in it and maybe learned a thing or two you can find me on my socials at Fashionably Surfed. And you can find me at She Styled What. Thanks again for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you loved it. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.